Blog Talk Radio.
the history, the lineage, the teaching of what real authentic voodoo is. Listen, when I'm doing Hollywood, I'm doing Hollywood. When I'm doing movies and TV and entertainment, I'm doing entertainment. In this creative life, and entertainment. But in this sacred space, and indeed in this house, we stand on authentic representation of voodoo, hoodoo, obia, wakanji, traditional African-based system. If we're indeed going to reclaim something that we say uh, that we say belongs to us, that we say is in us, that we, that we say that we birthed and within ourselves. I've been sharing today on my Facebook social media and maybe my Twitter too. I'm not always sure what back to or share back to. When I'm in YouTube, just in my own. Um, I know my lists are, are private, and I know you try to check my list. And <laughs> what kind of videos does he watch, and what does he share? Um, often I share those videos directly on to my Facebook page. So this morning I've been sharing a very powerful um, docu series, and it's called uh, History of Africa with Zainab uh, Badawi. History of Africa with Zainab Badawi. And it, it's quite exactly what it sounds like it would be, a history of Africa. Um, and it's cut up into episodes, and they cover regions, territories, histories, um, major movements of, of religion. And what I found most cohesive in the broadcast that I've been able to look at and die so far is the acknowledgement of ancestors, is the awareness of ancestors, as far back as even archaeologists can document, as far back as even history can document the awareness, but also the acknowledgement of ancestors. I was looking at these, um, I think they're called petroglyphs, petrographs, uh, the, the caves are called petrographs. I have such an erudite, educated audience. Somebody will correct me if that's wrong. <laughs> but um, we're looking at this particular uh, petrograph in the Nubia region. Um, and the expert was explaining how not only were they sort of giving us a, a look into regions, territories, cultures, I found that not even exists before. But they were also showing us the roots of myths, the beginnings of how we formulate the idea of spirituality and religion and myth and practice and tradition. Sometimes in, in this argument, in this, in this competitive environment that people want to artificially create around ATR, we forget that truth is often much more uh, frightening, much more real, much more tangible than anything that we can create, try and create and imagine. And so the idea that as far back as we can even count, as far back as we can even document, the awareness of not just answers and their involvement, their intercession, their intervention in our waking, living lives, but also the involvement of spirit. And we play around with words. Not just here, but but in the world platform, 
in, on the world buffet table that is spirituality and religion. And we like to play around with what is religion and what is spirituality and what is myth and what is legend and, and what is truth, particularly today, sort of in this, uh, uh, oh, wow, is this the like, great, great big man of nowhere? It's just really taken over our ability to talk, to remember, to research, store information, all those things that we give quartz crypto. And, and semi-precious stones that scientific ability to do. And when we look at archaeology, human nature, and human scientific perspective, mind you, we, we continue to see that awareness of those who came before, those who did it correctly before we stumbled upon it, those who maybe did it incorrectly before we stumbled upon it. And how that footprint continues to shape and reshape our reality. Uh, we go through uh, of your time, your energy, your resources, your love, your trust, your loyalty, your commitment. And I often remind you, this won't be new, <laughs> do your homework, just like you for your favorite, just like you for brand name items, you know when it's a fake, you know when it's you know when it's fraudulent. And we have a segment of our society likes things that likes to digest. Under the notion that it makes the, the, the truth more palatable to the human palate, if you will. So again we create stories and legends and myths and traditions and practices that become a part of the very dynamic of who what we are as a people, as a culture. And so astral root is at the center of all magic. It's at the center of all self-discovery. It's at the center of all intellectual discovery. The awareness of self. And wanting to know where did self come from and why is self here? Um, I've been really clear about spirituality and religion, about spirit, about ritual, uh, and objections to that since elementary school. Um, I've, I've had to divert because of society's plans. I've had to make adjustments because of family's plans. I've had to make adjustments because of life's plans. And, and we all do. But, but ultimately, the fulfillment of life is the fulfillment of destiny. The fulfillment of destiny. There's some thought experts out there listening to me right now who would say I shake to that. For indeed, the whole foundation of, of this practice, of this tradition, is about equality. It's about care, morality. It's about virtue. It's about the spirit and the nature in which we do a thing, come at a thing about a thing, whether it's a ritual, whether it's Arisha, whether it's Loa, you know, whether it's the prayer, you know, and heaven forbid it be a spell, you know, we've, we've got to begin to take ourselves more seriously. And some of that is a, is a PTSD byproduct of overbearing dominant world traditions, world religions that say you you bow down or you die. You submit or you die. 
render to them for you time. Give it to them way of, and indeed the indigenous spirits rebel against that. Indeed, the children of today rebel against that. Indeed, the conscious adult of today rebels against that. At, at every level, at every fiber of our being, we rebel against that that uh, religiosity, that administration of more race that often don't serve our needs, often don't serve to empower. And, and it's interesting to me how when I look at the magic here of this great Christ prophet that I've done usually and we still don't associate ourselves with divinity. We still don't associate ourselves with God consciousness. So everybody in the chat, I'm just living right now. I can't believe how popular the show has become, uh, how many people are, are faithful in the church, how many newcomers are, are showing up. So, so that it slows our chat. So give me a moment. I want to acknowledge everyone. Kiona is my moderator in chat. So, so, so I'm not ignoring anybody. I just can see everybody clearly yet. Uh, and the chat is kind of moving really slowly. You might have already your greetings, and, and I offer love and peace and contentment and serenity and clarity of mind. Oh, my goodness, Kiona, I hear you. <laughs> clarity of mind. Indeed, we exist in a, in a season where many voices are coming at you, many talking heads are coming at you, and not just the media, the news, the politicians, the, the government officials, but your friends, your family, your neighbors. You know, social media is getting real, real political <laughs> as we head towards the election. No matter what you feel about the election, we are. And a lot is riding on survival. A lot is riding on numbers. A lot is riding on material value. A lot is riding on stock market value. And, and, and your life and your livelihood is not necessarily high on the priority of the net guy for yourself. Listen, you've got to for yourself. I, I often share and teach I'm not here to create codependent clients, codependent godchildren. And what I'm saying right now is like deadly fire, you know, to, to many of your psychics and your tarot readers who desperately want your codependence, who desperately need your consistent feeding of the economy, who need you to hit the button to make a decision about whether you're going to wear red or blue. Oh, well, you're going to wear white black today. There are those who need you to be a part of the machinery. My goal has always been, my goal has always been back to 2,000 gods, goddesses, 
prophets, leaders, ministers, evangelists of voodoo, if you will. My dream would be that we recapture our community for ourselves, that we would recapture our community for indeed the ancestors, that we would recapture our community for our survival, for, for very safety. Listen, there's nothing spacious than being able to feed yourself, being able to create resident always having to pay on buying something, having some storehouse in which we can partake from, share from. And and spirit is more real, more tangible, more evident, more efficacious, anything we can imagine, anything we can create. Spirit. So indeed, the greatest storehouse is that of spirit. The greatest storehouse is that of self-awareness, self-knowledge. And I would like to see a time of day when we can pull beyond just ancient history, go back to move forward, because we're still not introducing to the degree that I would like to, alien manipulation, alien technology, alien intervention, and, and a prison connection to another world, another system, another culture. We spend a lot of money up in space, y'all. We've been spending more money up in space than we are to feed the children, than we are to meet the needs <laughs> than we are to need, meet the needs of disparity, you know, across the world. And it's a universal endeavor, not just the U.S., See, the political folks want us to get caught up in what's just U.S. And sometimes even when we, when we look at white supremacy, racism, the middle passage, slavery, we look at just the U.S. And, and we forget this has been a global phenomenon from the very beginning, a global phenomenon. Do you realize there are certain ethnic groups, there are certain regions in indigenous parts of the world that don't exist before. Not on satellite, not on paper, not in terms of research. I put up a document the other day about Togo, for instance. There was no mention of Togolese religion in this document at all. And it mentioned everything from Christianity, Islam, to the to the print, to Buddhist Togo, to the pie. It reminds me of uh, when the land was first carved up. You know, um, everybody has these uh, pie, if you will, including what you will believe or not believe, in whom and what you will believe or not believe, and and particularly out out in the open. So we we have a rare and unique opportunity at this moment in time space to change and manifest ourselves changes and adjustments that will indeed affect the global footprint for people of color, for African, for indigenous people, most certainly for indigenous spirituality and, and religion. Thank you so much, Steph B. We appreciate you, beloved. Um, your Royal Highness, Mark Anthony Hopkins. Oh my goodness. Grand Rising, beloved. Um, seven of gentlemen. Fight the core by so many people being present with us. Chief G, greetings for love. You for being present with us. 
we've got to get beyond just what's in front of us. And, and I know it, it, may, it makes me think about the practice of initiation and how that has to be organic. It has to be living. It has to be alive. It, it cannot be reduced to a book, to a document, to a lecture, to a trip to Haiti, to a weekend adventure in, in, in Nigeria. It's so much deeper and much more later than that. And people learn at different paces. People absorb information at different latitudes and degrees, depending on where they are in their journey. And we all come to the beginning. And then as we empower ourselves, then as we edify ourselves, then as we stay and we absorb more information, it takes on the life of our own. Right? And it's why all is a blessing. It's why all is a blessing. So we, those of us who care, those who say we care, who say we want to be authentic, those who say we want to be organic, those of us who say we want something tangible and real to lead to the next generation must persevere, must move forward in, in any weather and do work. And, and trust me, people are doing the work. I don't give the suggestion that no one is. Certainly my house is. Certainly many of you right here in this audience are. The, the, the amount of requests to do the work are overwhelming right now. And, and many of you are, are still doing work, even in face of the let's open it up. Even in face of others, like, hey, let's, let's quickly go back to business as usual. This is business as usual now. For many of us, this is business as usual now. And I predict a generation of, of healers, practice, practitioners, and readers, spiritualists, specifically motivated by this present moment in time space, particularly motivated by, by Corona-19, coronavirus 2020, you know, and its effect on us individually, within our family dynamic, that's called people sick who had multiple people pass away. Um, we see people whose lives have been changed and or affected. We have a participant who, who, who are in the hospital facilities, who are that uh, greetings to Arizona that uh, gets our food sources. Uh, I'm grateful for this space and our ability to not just talk voodoo, not just talk refugees, but to do something and to create an environment where we are empowered to do something. Not just sit and worry, not just sit and complain, to not just sit and sort of watch it happen, but to feel like we can actively participate in this without being presidents, without being leaders, without being mayors, uh, um, without being politicians, without being involved in the system, some of you know how do we just from my wounds? 
how do I do this when I'm leaving my house? We have the Egon and the Gade. Because you know, Gade is on fire right now. You got people who didn't plan to die at 10, at 15, at 20, and certainly not in this way and, and, and in this environment. So there's heightened activity with Gede. There's heightened activity in the in Egun. So there's nothing more powerful you could do right now than acknowledge your ancestors. There's nothing more protective that you can do right now than the acknowledgement and the honoring of the ancestors. There's nothing more logical and realistic. Even if you translate what's being said medically into what we do every day in vinegar, we talk about uh, ammonia, <laughs> we talk about bleach right here on this show. Don't need to close. It would be nice to have the disinfectant crops. It would nice be nice to have your wipes, but we don't need them. We absolutely don't need them. What did Big Mama do? What did Big Papa do? How did your ancestors, ancestors Mississippi, how did we survive like 100 years ago? So that you would be here today. So you would be alive and kicking to do and say public comments and ratings. I know. And, and, and there are people who are making reference to it. Public comments and ratings about the activities going on right now from the realm of the dead, from the realm of echoes. Not just ancestors. It's real nice to think about those lofty, high, you know, 100-year-old, 200-year-old ancestors. And we certainly need them in addressing the pandemic. But you're newly dead, your most recent dead. Those who are now caught in the middle, your get day, those need that attention now more than ever before, just as we need attention now more than ever before. I know some of you aren't quite, we say when we eat, they eat. When we drink, they drink. That's a proverb that we say. So it speaks to as it is above, so shall be below. It speaks to what we feed on this side is fed on this side. It speaks to what is fed on that side is this fed on one side. And it's an understanding of magic, ritual, or spirit practice all the way back to ancient Egypt and, and, and older civilizations than that. We rest on Egypt as if that was it. We forget about Ethiopia. We forget about Mayro. We forget about Timbuktu. We forget about many other uh, city-states um, and city-nations that, that were powerful in their time and that feed hanger of Kemet that we see on the hanger of, of ancient Egypt. Again, I invite you all to look at my Facebook, uh, my Facebook page, Divine Prince, not my fan page, not my blog talk radio page, my personal Facebook page. Um, check out the YouTube videos right now as um, Zainab Badawi discuss and shares the history of Africa. Much of what we talk about here is in this documentary. Um, and, and I believe this documentary first aired uh, in April 2020. I believe, though, I, I think this is a newer, newer BBC um, publication. And it's well, 
in there that you're gonna get in stuck and crawl. You're gonna find stuff in there that you don't want to dispute. Um, and, and the very nature of, of what a documentary is um, and should do. But I particularly paid attention uh, to the, the voodoo elements, the ancestral elements, and the ritual elements that, that run through throughout history, throughout culture, throughout geographic location, throughout movements of humanity. Um, so, so I invite you to, to share that and partake in that with me. And we might discuss it again um, in a future show after more of you have after gathered your own thoughts. Greetings, everyone. Greetings, Jennifer Anthony. Rain of love, peace of mind. Thank you so much, Justice, for being with us. Candace Williams, thank you, beloved, for being with us. Smith, greetings and salutations. Please, 277 943, area code 845-277-9143. If you have a question, comment, or request, press 1 on the telephone keypad. I'll be more than happy to unmute your mic, and bring you into the conversation. Um, you know, Keona, I have got to figure out if there's a way for me to bring you into StreamYard, particularly as moderator, because you can handle this chat a little bit more gracefully than I am. Um, it's a lot to pay attention to, particularly when it's moving slow or then moving too fast, us both equally. Um, and then to try to keep up with things. Um, and I get the sense that as it's set up right now, you're sort of experiencing it like everybody else is. So I've got to figure out what it is in this new application that I'm not quite getting so that I can bring you in. Um, as a close, and maybe you can help me. Um, I mean, sometimes Chad is moving, y'all. <laughs> Chad is just moving. Greetings, Ooh. area code 810. Greetings, beloved 810. Um, please turn your um, turn your um, audio down for me, please. We can hear you. I heard you say, oh, I already pressed the number one. Your mic is open. Erica, 810. Oh, you can hear me. Yes, ma'am. Who's calling? Peace and blessings. This is Natasha. Hey, Natasha, where are you also calling from? Known as your Royal Highness. <laughs> oh, okay, the Royal Highness. Where are you hailing from? Well, where am I calling from? Yeah. I'm calling from Madison Heights, Michigan. Oh, okay. Greetings, beloved. Thank you for representing from Michigan. Closest um, relative in Michigan lives in Inkster, Inkster, Michigan. You might be familiar with that little town. Beloved, are you with me? I need you to turn your video down, otherwise you're hearing things delayed. Okay, let me, I'm going to mute my computer. Yeah, I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need okay. you to do that for me. At least while you're on the phone with me. Okay. Give me your. Okay. What's your question or your comment? Um. Basically, the reason why um I want to read it is just basically um just give me some type of um insight on 
where I'm headed, if I'm on the right path, um, if my ancestors are walking with me and who they are. But um, one major question I had, I wanted to know if my uh, biological mother was with me. She passed when I was a child, maybe like one or two. So I never really had the chance to know her. So I was really concerned about that. Are you still with me? Because you're breaking up. Yes, I'm with you. Now, beloved, did you send me an offering or a donation? I did. Just now? Yeah, I still paid now. See it yet. So I'm just a little caught off guard by your request. And um, if you just give me a moment to get it together, I'll be glad to um, respond. Now, okay. you understand there's some rules with doing this live on air. Meaning everybody's in your meaning everybody's in your business now. Um, we're about to discuss your personal stuff live on air, okay? And I'm willing okay. to do it if you're willing to do it. But listen, you you can control what I say. You can't control what spirit might say. Don't be offended if, if Big Mama, Big Papa have a message that they think is pertinent. Mm-hmm that they think is important, that they think is more of a priority than what you might have in mind. Now, what I need you to do is readdress your question again. I need you to say it clearly. And it can't, because I heard you say a whole lot of stuff. You, you like wanted a, a complete reading, ancestral reading, air reading. I mean, normally it takes me 90 minutes to do that. Okay. On the normal condition. <laughs> okay. So I need you to clarify what it is right now that you need to glean from spirit. Well, right now, what I really need to know is what is it that I need to do to uh, better to better myself as a woman? Am I on the right path, so to speak? Okay, now, again, that's that's real personal. I need your birthday. I need mm-hmm. the time of day you were born. I need the city you were born in. I need the location that you are right now. Okay. Um, my date of birth is 11-11-1981. My time of birth is 11.37 a.m. My place of birth is Detroit, Michigan, but I'm currently located in Madison Heights, Michigan. Okay. Uh, Forgive me, Block Radio, because I know y'all just here bumping around. Y'all have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I'm, I'm trying I'm to patient, so yeah, beloved, but we're live on air worldwide. So I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to the people behind you who are also waiting for okay. me to move <laughs> with your reading. Okay. Um, okay. So be be patient with me and understand that 
I'm not only going to talk to you, I'm going to talk to everyone else who's listening. Now, the first thing that that um, we need to look at is the Odu that falls on the board with your question. And what I'm looking at right now is, is Okanran Ogunda. Okanran Ogunda. And Okanra is about first taking personal responsibility for, standing up for, being present in, doing exactly what your question suggests. What's in your best interest? What moves mm-hmm. spirit forward? Now, many people often attach negative energy to a con run. When a con run typically falls, it suggests something that's not done, something that's undone, something that needs to be addressed, something that's yet unfulfilled. And when we look at Ogunda, Ogunda is a building box. Ogunda is the foundation. And Ogunda, Ogu, some of you understand Ogu, Oku typically don't talk in, in ceremony. Eshu talks for Ogunda. Ochosi talks for Ogunda. So it, again, it's about doing the work. It's about putting your mouth and your actions and, and bringing those two things together. I would also see someone who needs to seek guidance. If I need to be more specific, mm-hmm. ain't no initiations on the board. I, I don't see anything on the board that would suggest that you initiated, that you studied a particular system. Um, I, I wouldn't even say that you're all that religious based on the design. So it suggests somebody who needs to get clarity about foundation. Ogu stands up. Ochosi stands up. Orisha Oko stands up. Of course, Eshu would absolutely stand up in this sign. And, and if I put that in numerology, first we're looking at triangle evolving into a square, evolving into a cube. The cube is where your ancestors get involved. You might have heard me say on previous shows, um, God speaks in a soft, still voice. That's Ogunda. Won't shout, won't argue, won't debate, won't go back and forth with you. Sometimes we think we are clear about what it is. God won't shout you down. God won't argue with you. Otherwise, we wouldn't have divine will. We wouldn't have individual and independent will. But your ancestors, beloved, they see you walking the road, and it's 18 well coming, you ain't looking, they're going to push you to the curb. Some of what you are experiencing right now as challenges, particularly in your love and relationship house. Now, you, you didn't ask me nothing about that. And I warned you. I warned you your ancestors would say what they think is important, what they think is pertinent, mm-hmm. and they think is necessary. Spend that right now. Don't. That's not a concern for you right now. Doesn't mean that it's not important. That means that it that will not have its season. But right now, right now, follow your own advice. Get serious about you. You, I find it very difficult, and I've been in many religions. From birth to where I am today, I've been a party to many religions, many religions, okay? So I've seen the human activity of, of people, 
And so what I'm saying now is not my opinion. What I'm pushing forward is what, what I'm looking at on the table. Be careful that your pursuit and love and relationship that that interrupts your spirit journey. Okay. Okay. Listen, I, I heard the tone in your voice. <laughs> it's okay. And it's okay, but it's almost like you have to take a fast. It's almost like you have to give nine months of gestation to birth this baby into fruition. So I see someone, as I look forward, doing the work, but struggling with commitment. Anything that's problematic for me hides behind the number five. And, and the five of swords is about loyalty, commitment, obligation. That's my life path number is five. And so that would tell me that you also struggle with commitment. You, you, mm-hmm. you struggle with liking something and then not liking it. Starting something and then getting bored with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of describes who I was as a kid, which is why I had so many problems in both public and private school. Uh, religious school and, you know, secular school. It was all problematic for me because how I learned, and particularly when you think of that first five years of birth that, that are said to be the most formative years, my mom took us to libraries, to museums, took us to art shows, took us to theater, took us to marionette So how I learned was dramatically different than how other people learned. And so in this sign, Okanda, Ogunda, you know, somebody might have said you were dyslexic. Somebody might have said, you know, you learn things a little bit differently than other people. And and that might indeed still be your experience, which is why it's showing up in yours. So get more hands-on. Get more practical with what you are studying. And and that's going to require guidance. That, that's going to require a mentor. And, and let me be clear, I'm not selling me, I'm not selling House of Divine Prince. House of Divine Prince ain't for everybody. The, the work here is too intense for some people. The homework that I ask for is too much for some people. So I'm not Miss Cleo, just call me now. But you've got to, you've got to find that mentor, that person that you can trust, that can be hands-on with you, that can help you to translate, might be in writing into practical application. Practical application. Um, Particularly from your father's side of the family. And and I hesitate, when I hesitate like that, I'm trying to be diplomatic. Um, So you know, particularly from that lineage from your father's side of the family. You have to capture that. You have to arrest that. You have to regain that as your own personal power. And not just for yourself, but for your bloodline, for for those who come behind you, for your kids, your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, those who are watching, particularly this moment in time space. This generation, before you called and asked for the reading, I had, I had said, um, for those of us, there's a footprint that's being made right now because of COVID-19. 
right now because of coronavirus. And some of us are turning back to our ancestors because of it, turning back to ourselves because of it. But in this time, Okana, Ogunda, you have to. And you have to look at the, the scaffolding that you're building your dream upon. That's Ogunda. You, you have to look at the scaffolding, the building blocks, what's being put together in order to create the future that's in line with your vision. Are you with me, beloved? Natasha, are you with me? Yes. Give me your next question or point that I can clarify on the board. I don't know. I just kind of need clarity on kind of like my purpose because I was born into this realm without my mother and father, and I was put into the system at such a young age to where I really don't know why I'm here or if I'm on the right path. Mm And I and I totally get that. Um, I might not have said that um, in a way that you could hear clearly, but but th- but what you just said is at the root of what I just said. Th- that's at the root of what I said. And, and I said I see somebody who doesn't have the scaffolding, doesn't have initiation. I, I even took it a step further. I said I don't even see religion there. I I see somebody who is without foundation. And without foundation, it's an illusion, beloved. Just because you don't know who your parents are, just because you may not know right now who grandma was or, or who your other siblings may or may not be, doesn't mean you don't have foundation. It just means you can't see it clearly. Just like destiny, it just means you can't see it clearly. And to get a mentor who can help you to walk through the steps of that, who can help you to make sense of that. In my house, we're going to look at lineage. We're going to look at bloodline. You're going to do your Ancestry.com and your 23andMe. And you may very well be exposed very quickly to do those services to people who are directly in, in your bloodline. I also can identify, um, because I do have so many half-siblings, my father's children, um, the awareness that even those children who did not grow up with him, who did not have him in the house, Quite often, they display his behavior more than I do. Quite often, they display some of his energy more than I do. And, and so I, even for me, from 14, 15, trying to make sense of, well, what is that? If it's not nature and nurture, then it has to be linear. It has to be bloodline. It has to be in your DNA. So you've got to go back to what you cannot do literally and that's piece your family together and so i would suggest for you just like i would anybody else listening if you haven't done so have your ancestry done have your dna done that is so much easier for us to access today than it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago um so have that work done um then come to me <laughs> some of what you're asking me to do I can't do for you live on air right now. It would take us three hours to just do you for me to work through some of what you're asking me to do for you right now live on air. Mm -hmm. Um, This is one of the most personal requests 
we've ever gotten live on here. Um, you might as well be on camera and butt naked and dip the motion of Yemi Yacht <laughs> right now. What everybody watching, mm-hmm. you know, in, in terms of the depth that you're asking me for. Um, but but I'm giving you what's on the cards. I've given you what Odoo has to say. Um, I strongly suggest you get with me after the show or, or get with me by email, you know, and, and let me help you work your ancestral work in divination. But there's some real living. Just like before you called, I said we often focus so much on the ancestors. And yes, 23andMe, Ancestry.com can absolutely help us to sort of piece together lineage and ancestors. But there are absolute modern right here, right now applications. And one of them is figuring out who your family is. I'm surprised there hasn't been a big fraternity issue around uh, ancestry DNA tests that that's hit the media yet, because it, it, it's it's a it's a loophole to the Mori Povich. I mean, you literally don't have to go on Mori Povich anymore, you know, to get your who who the father is, to get your who the mother is, because ultimately, if anyone in your family is taking this test. And with each day, more people take the test. I can imagine how the sales for, for DNA are going through the roof right now. Uh, just because people don't have anything else to do, just because people are bored. Uh, some people have a little bit of extra income on, on, on board. Uh, if I just look at my community and the number of people right now who are asking me about ancestors and ancestor work in divination, just like you, beloved, um, man, they, they must be making a killing right now off the DNA test. But it will absolutely help you to figure out who your mama and your papa are. And, and then as a part of your work on the table, then we can address how to fix, how to repair, how to address what you can address face-to-face. In some cases, you might not want to address face-to-face. You know, you might find out you have living family and you might not want to meet them right now. You might want to meet them when you're ready. But all of that can be addressed through your ancestral work. Uh, there was a time, um, and some of you know my story, you know, where I wasn't allowed to communicate with my mother because of religion. My mother and my father were still together, evangelical Christian, Pentecostal, apostolic. Um, and if he wasn't home or if he wasn't on the phone, she wasn't allowed to speak to me, you know, under the guise of man to head of the household. He believed himself to be God. Uh, he told me that in words that I, that I had to treat him like Christ taught his father uh, or, or, or treated his father. So there was about a, a decade length of time when I didn't communicate. Uh, with either of my parents in, in any literal way. So any way that I needed to get through to my mother or get through to my family, um, I did it through my ancestors. This might be the first time my mama might even be hearing it. <laughs> I did it through my ancestors' table. Any questions I had was through my shrine. Anything I had questions about was through my shrine. Anything I felt good about was, was through my ancestors' shrine. And I say it, Natasha, I'm not familiar with your name, beloved, so forgive me. So I don't know how long you've been listening to me or if you've heard me say all of this before, 
But your first line of defense is your ancestors, even if you're adopted. Um, the African-American community, to some degree, is adopted. If <laughs> you know, Washington, Harris, yeah. Jones, Smith, Parker, those aren't African names. Those aren't West African names. And so we were, through a genocide of culture and religion and, and God and beliefs, we didn't know who our parents were. We didn't know who our grandparents were. So, so your journey is not that far removed, beloved, from any other African-American, person of color, Hispanic, Latina, who is in the diaspora, who's trying to rebuild themselves from the ground up, who's trying to rebuild and reconnect their roots. Um, forgive me, um, Instagram, it, it just is what it is. I mean, Instagram is just real hard to get in and out of. Um, my, my Instagram uh, stream just ended. Natasha, so I'll speak Instagram audience. But um, mm-hmm. we want to work with you long term. Um, but again, a, a lot of what you're asking me for right now um, would be like going to a, a doctor's exam and seeing four different specialists. And we wouldn't be able to do it all right here, live on there. Um, and there are others in the room who will attest to the length and the timing of my of my donation. Um, We would be on the phone at least two hours, maybe three hours, okay. just to work through the layers of, of your story. Um, so it probably would just be, what do I need to know at this present moment? Then we'll just talk otherwise on the other topic. You need to know about your ancestors. You need to know about your connect. Okay. You need to know about your bloodline. You need to know about your lineage. And even those of us who can call mama, call daddy, and ask those questions, we don't know we're getting the <laughs> We don't know we're getting the truth. We're only getting what was said before. We're only getting what was found before. Um, and so until you do DNA, it's all up for question with, with me. Not just you, okay. um, Natasha, but anybody's background. I don't want to hear I got Indian in my blood if you ain't got no DNA. I don't want to hear it. Mm. It don't matter to mm-hmm. me. I don't want to hear oh, I'm black, I'm African. But you can't pull it up on your DNA test. I mean, now some people say, well, how fair is that? It's very fair in 2021. <laughs> we got technology today. We, we got science today to help us to sort of draw that line. And it keeps changing, Natasha. It keeps evolving. So once you get your DNA results, it's not stagnant. It's not, this is the end of it. You know, okay, I got the paper. This this is it. This is what I am. It continues to evolve. And particularly the indigenous portion, you might be Native American, you might be Caribbean, you might be uh, South American, uh, Brazilian, uh, Kate Verity, you, you might have any of that in your background, that portion of these tests is still evolving because these tests are based on a number of copies. And copies means the number of people who they've gathered DNA from. Now, for instance, um, I, I'm, I'm a descendant of ancient Egypt. 
Once upon a time, I wouldn't have said that. Once upon a time, I would have mocked people who glorified Egypt uh, without any paperwork, without any documentation, until one day it showed up in my text, okay, uh, as a descendant mm-hmm. of the III. So that would be life-changing for you, beloved, especially because of your already, you know, having sort of this literal distance from the knowledge Hey, Kim Gladden, you are so beautiful, beloved. With you being disconnected, Natasha, from from who your parents are, I can't state emphatically enough for you how life-changing and affirming having your DNA is. Um, Even for me, it's always been real black from the 70s. From the 60s, um, I still got my grandma's Afro pick from the 60s. Um, so I've been real black and real African and real roots. Mm-hmm. But even for somebody like me, having those DNA results changed my life. And it changed that of my mother. Um, my mom, who's still a, a, a world-renowned evangelist today and a precautor, um, loves to acknowledge her queendom, loves to acknowledge queenhood. Let's acknowledge, you know, uh, her connection to Africa, and her connection to Nigeria, and her connection to, to God. So I can't tell you how um, life-changing and affirming having your DNA will be. And particularly for you and listeners like you who, who have such large missing parts um, of, of, your, of, your, of your identity, of who you believe yourself to be. And let me say again for clarity, it's not missing, you just don't know it. It's not absent, you just don't have details. You're not flawed. You're not lacking with the next person who, who know who their mom and daddy is. You know, I know who my daddy is. Sometimes I wish I didn't. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I was like my brother. I wish my daddy had left us. I probably would have had a very different life. Be careful for what you ask for, because I might be the voodoo chief today. Had my life have gone differently um, than it had. So be grateful. Be grateful. You know, you, you might do this this work and open up a can of worms, you know, in, in, in your background. You know, you might find out that some bad people did some bad things, you know, in, in your background. And, and you can't hold your personal journey hostage to that. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, I'm looking at you, Natasha. <laughs> when I'm looking at the camera, I'm now, I'm looking at you. you. You can't hold your journey hostage based on what you know mm-hmm. or don't know about your background. You're still a goddess. Okay. You're still a queen. You just got missing details. You just got missing aspects of your story. So what I will be doing right now is building some kind of ancestral foundation that you can grow from. Um, Something else that you can do right now, um, something that my regular listeners have heard me suggest many times over, is to get you a really good quartz crystal. Now, particularly in your case, ancestors, family lineage, people who might be adopted or, 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 or don't have information for one parent or the other, Phantom quartz. 
Phantom Court. Okay. P H A T O M. Phantom Court. I also court. ordered the optical calcite. I mean, the optical. I believe I said that right. That you told me about previously. Forgive me for looking around. I'm always looking for a crystal that I'm talking about and expecting mm-hmm. it to be right in my face, and it never is. Okay. <laughs> and it never <laughs> is. Um, but this one is, but I just don't know how well you can see it. Um, this is a phantom quartz. So for those who are new, what that means is, is that this is a clear quartz crystal. That's obvious. But if I can get the light on this crystal right, okay, oh, there are oh, layers. Beautiful. Yeah, there are layers in there. Almost like the layers mm-hmm. of a tree where one crystal grew over the other. And I'm still not getting the light that I want. I'm glad, Natasha, that you can see that. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how clear Yeah, can you hear I me? I see that very well. Yes, I see it. So inside, there, there's a mirror image of this terminator, this termination, but it's embedded in the court. And sometimes it's oh. multi-layered, like, like the page in a phone book, or, or like the ring mm-hmm. tree, if you will. And it's called Phantom Court. And it doesn't matter if it's single terminated. Single terminated means it's got one point and, and either a rough base on it or a natural base that allows it to stand up, you know, by itself. Okay. But it could also be double terminated, meaning it'll have a termination at both ends. What's most important is that it's clear court and it has a, a phantom some phantoms have other minerals present, so it might have hematite in it. It might have um, rutile in it, which looks like a gold or silver wire in the stone. It might have uh, okay. black tourmaline in it. This is another okay. phantom, but this is uh, probably a little bit harder to see. I mean, you can see all the all the other minerals in there. <laughs> You know there's something inside the crystal, but I'm trying to get yeah. it in focus. This is another form okay. of fan. So one mineral will grow on on top of the other. Sometimes they're referred to as included quartz. Included quartz is not the same thing as a phantom. This tourmaline is included with popolite. This black piece of black tourmaline is included with apophyllite. So an inclusion means something that is added to in the stone. Whereas a phantom, and again, this is, this is not my best phantom for putting on camera. I have some much better phantoms um, for viewing on camera. I just don't know where they are right now. Um, <laughs> My whole house is temple, so sometimes it's moved around. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I have a large um, collection of crystals, but um, I'm going to have to get that one next because I don't have that one. <laughs> yeah, that would be really good in terms of what can you do now as it relates to trying to connect the dots, build some kind of sense of familial ancestral connection 
and particularly without with, without that information. But once you gather that, um, I'd be more than happy to sort of fish and, and knowing what to do with it, how to apply it, and then how to move that, that information forward. It, it, it's just something I can't do in a, um, I just can't do it in, in an online reading right, of this part. Right, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we can do Skype. We can do what, uh, WhatsApp, <laughs> you know. Okay. Um, but on your private time. Um, sometimes I, I'm okay, going to have I'll to email you, and we can do a WhatsApp. I do have a WhatsApp, so we can do a more in-depth reading. But what you said so far is absolutely amazing, and I needed to hear that. So thank you. Sure, I'm here for you. Um, and if you want to stay with us, just mute yourself so that we don't hear your background noise. And then um, okay. if you have another question or, or comment, um, just politely come on in. And we'll be more than happy to respond to you. Thank you so much, Kiona, for holding down the chat. It's so much going on in the chat. Green, Beatrice, James, thank you, UK. Did you see me on TV in the UK with the Bradders? Uh, with the Bradders, they call it the Father and Son, the Bradders. It's on the YouTube page. Thanks so much for watching and joining us. Uh, Beatrice, what time is it in the UK right now? for holding down my chat. You deserve an award for all of your efforts. Thank you so much. Phone lines are available for area code 845-277-9143. 845-277-9143. Area code 318. Who do a cultism? It's got to be you. Good greetings. Look, look, I'm sorry. It's okay, sorry. go ahead. It's Aaron Wynn. It's Aaron Wynn. So, so I want to give her a little bit. Can I give her a little bit of a, a experience with uh, ancestor work and divination since I've been doing it? Can, can I? Please. I ain't saying it all. Can I? Okay. Please. After the reading I got with you, after the reading, it's not weird yeah. stuff started happening, but it's some is a presence, and you really feel it. And I'm not the type of person that lie about nothing. Man, it's been some weird stuff going on after the read. It was it's like I've been. It, it, it's not no like stuff moving in my house. It's like my ancestors just throwing messages in front of me left and right, left and right, left and right, like. When 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 you get that ancestor work and divination done, even the reading, the old dude that's presented, it opens up portals. I'm like, I I, I was telling my girl yesterday. I'm like, in the week before in yesterday, I'm like, did she open up a portal? Cause it, it like stuff really been active in my life, man. And, and take the ancestor work serious because when after the reading, it just amplified a little bit more because I got it done by a legit person, you know, with real insight. But things amplified a little bit more. And when you said your ancestors will push you to the curve, they'll push you to the curve. And if you're not, 
you don't have no communication with your ancestors, things can happen. Man, your life, your life can be at stake or your life can be saved. Like, get the ancestor work done. I, 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 I can... I can promise you that. Just do the ancestor work. And how difficult is it? How complicated is doing ancestor work for me? Well, if you're not disciplined, if you you know, if you're not disciplined, if you're not used to being in a college setting, then I wouldn't say thank like because everybody needs to be educated in the. Uh, you know, to some degree, but if you, if you, if you're not used to doing like homework and stuff like that, then it'll show up. It'll show up at me. It's not just showing up in the physical. It's going to show up in the spiritual. It's going to show up. Everything about you is going to be exposed. You, you're going to be exposed because that, that work is a process and it's a spiritual process. And before you work with Orisha, before you work with anything that 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 um you know that's involved with ATR and stuff like that, man, working with your ancestors is a an experience that it, it, it's experienced the whole way, even doing the work. So um, it, it it's it's a task. I'm not gonna lie to you. You have to read. I'm getting new updates every day, almost. If it's, <laughs> man, if you're not used to doing homework or schoolwork or being in college classes, you for the you for the going a rough ride. That's that's what I say. That's what I say because it, 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 the whole experience is is eye open, and 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 I'm talking about third eye open, not just mm-hmm. you know your your physical eyes, your spiritual eyes will open more and with her parents not being here she's definitely going to feel it she's going to feel it and it is a good experience and you can't be scared of it. no you can't, you can't be scared and, of it. and i want it to be clear they think orisha, go ahead bro go ahead they think they think orisha is some <laughs> your ancestors can, can show up in the physical also your whole life you know, and, 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 and really do beneficial things or they can do negative things. If, if you're not, if you're not uh, like the story that I read, I'm not going to tell people about the story, about the guy who had to basically, the reason why we use this guy here, but yeah, the guy who basically had to bury his dad. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He, he had to do it the right way. And it's gonna show up. <laughs> it's gonna show up, y'all. It's gonna it's gonna show up. I promise you that it's gonna show up. I really appreciate that, and I appreciate you sharing your story and your experience. I'm sure that people who listen, who watch, um, some have been watching, listening for years. Um, <laughs> had a client. Um, I won't say it's never from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia, from the D.M.V. Um, been been calling me, contacting me for readings for well over a decade. So there are people who watch, study, who work, uh, who are curious, uh, and only when you set your foot in water, only when you 
commit to, to finding out, to join and being part that you really begin to make sense. You know, what a lot of these books are talking about, what a lot of these uh, books are talking about. Uh, and, and, and the person from, from grabbing it part, you know, and running away with it, um, it's designed to keep you humble um, before your ancestors. It's designed to keep you aware um, of your ancestors and their presence. Um, things, you know, you just take so lightly and so for granted. Um, I also describe it as, you know, literally having a big mom and them up in your house. You know, how would you ask big mama on your couch? You know, four hours a day, have a room, you know, and with the ancestors in your house, be not far removed uh, from that. Uh, so you got to be interactive. You know, you, you can't ignore them. You can't overlook them. Um, and, and expect balance. Expect peace. And expect them to, to intercede, you know, on your behalf, particularly when you're not thinking, when you're not aware, we don't have time to put things together. We expect some more greater than Chat, I'm trying to see everybody, acknowledge everything. Uh, if there are questions, you can call me now at area code uh, 845 Seven seven nine one four three. Jonah, I am opening your mic. Harry code three two three. Greetings, greetings, greetings. I just want to give honor to our ancestors for making their presence known each and every day. Um, for me, um, for me, my mom she transitioned on when I was when I was eighteen, and I had experienced you know, a, a lot in the short period of time upon her passing. And what I experienced was, was, was hard. But nothing mattered to me until that casket closed. Nothing mattered. I went through, you know, an assault as a, as a virgin, um, became pregnant, terminated the pregnancy, and I'm being completely transparent because somebody's going to get this healing on this live today. And my mom passed away a month after that from breast cancer that advanced to her brain in 47. And with me going through everything I went through, nothing mattered until they closed that casket. And I realized that she couldn't hear me no more. And every day since then, her birthday appears in the a.m. hour and in the p.m. hour. And through the healing, I realized death, for me, does not exist. You just leave one dimension and go to the next. So for me, I don't feel like there's one life. I feel like that you have to come here to get your lesson. So many people have to realize that when someone transitions on, they come back, you feel them. That's why you have your ancestral altars. You have your authentic practitioners like the divine prince who can help you on this journey, but you have to still do the work yourself. So when we start feeling like we're missing something and start doing the work, then you will close off those voids and really start it, start on your destiny and on your journey. Is it going to be painful? Yes. But come in this house and get the healing. And most importantly, please do not sit on this line. You have so many scammers out here. 
Y'all, there's so many offensive practitioners that you would never even know that you walk past every day, and you're in the midst of one who has done the work. Please jump in the chat. Get on the phone line. Click on the link. Get in the video. Get this wisdom. Get this healing. Get this knowledge. Get it. Keona, let me me add add to that, beloved, and thank you. Oh, Africa Live is with us. Hey, beloved. (laughs) Yes. This is not my mentors right here, Africa Live. Now, when we go back to talk about 2005, 2006, 2007, she was, she was already here. Racism, non-anonymous. Africa Live. <laughs> yes, indeed. She was already here laying down this foundation, doing this work. So, so that's yet one more person who can validate the consistency of my platform, the consistency of my demonstration. <laughs> Welcome, Africa Live, beloved. Thank you so much for coming with your the Queen Mother Essence. Yeah, this now listen, it's temporary. When the corona, <laughs> when we move on from the corona, this probably will be gone. Um, when I go back to acting again, this, this will probably have to go. Uh, the first role that requires me to be clean shaven, it'll be gone. Um, but I am kind of like dreadlocks. I'm I'm letting it do what it do. I'm I'm curious to see how long it'll go and how thick it'll be and and to what degree. And I'm I'm with it in the moment, <laughs> in the moment. But um, it won't be it won't be permanent. Beloved, <laughs> it won't be permanent. Um, so enjoy. Y'all get your screenshot, uh, but at some point, I, yeah, yeah, it won't be forever. It won't be forever. I feel like uh, I feel like uh, uh, Nat Turner or, or Frederick Douglass right now with all of this hair and and gray uh, on my face and on my head, uh, and I'm grateful that I'm not balding, that I'm not bald at my age, so I accept the gray uh, for what it is. I, I accept the, the sign of, of wisdom and life and, and experience um, for what it is, but it's temporary. Yeah, and I'm not sure when, you know, uh, I started, well, I, I shouldn't say I started, the last time, uh, I was you know, from first week of March. So I haven't shaven since the first week of March. So I'm just going to let it go and see what it do. But I appreciate you coming through and I appreciate that. Thank you, uh, Keon, for all the assistance in, in the chat. I'm, I'm just now trying to catch up with everything. I did hear your comments and, and yeah, some of your chat perceived your comments. So I'm just now like connecting it all together. Yeah, that made my day. Africa Live. Remember Queenie Farmer? I miss Queenie Farmer. The Troop Terrorist. I miss Queenie Farmer. I'm glad her YouTube page is still up. Uh, I still have her featured on my on my homepage uh, for YouTube. But those were the days. Those were the podcasting days when the grassroots people were just getting in on this. And something else Keona said. Um, triggered something for me uh, when she talked about people not embracing our elders 
you know, like Africa Live, like myself, like uh, many others who've sort of been in the trenches on the front line um, for decades now trying to free the people, trying to liberate the minds, the bodies, the spirits um, of, of the people. And the whole idea of popularity um, and, and its relationship with technology. Now, some of y'all ain't gonna like what I'm about to say, but y'all buying followers, y'all buying likes, y'all got teams of, of young folks helping to boost your platform. In some cases, you got money behind you, dollars behind you, industries behind you that sort of push your podcast to sort of push your demonstration to the and, and people like Africa Live, <laughs> you know, like myself, who are often doing this on our own dime, out of our own pocket, on our own time, for our own reasons, you know, um, don't get the same respect, don't get the same acknowledgement, don't get the same, you know, 20,000 followers you know, 20,000 subscribers. I, I, in a real world, I would have a great deal more subscribers than what I have in a real world. In a real world, my IG too would be 50,000. I'm on TV, I'm in movies, I'm in documentaries and documentaries to come by the way. Keep an eye out on your Nat Geo and your History Channel and yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> just, just know I'm coming, it's already in the can. I'm not talking about what needs to be done. It's already done. <laughs> it's already in the can. And just know it's coming. But we're often not given the respect due for opening the way for newer, louder, more tech-savvy voices to be present. It took Kiona to get me to this place. It took Kiona D. Carter to, to knock on my head and say, hey, Elder, you need to upgrade your technology. It took Kiona. And it was hard. She'll tell you I struggled with it. Like y'all, just like who cultism described this ancestor work. I tried it. I wasn't trying to go through it. I was with it. And you too. You can do better than just the technology that you're using. And and Africa Live, that's how I got on StreamYard, beloved. That's how I got on StreamYard. And StreamYard will bring your YouTube and your Twitter and your Periscope and your EarthCam and, and your Facebook. It'll bring it all together in, in this one place. You know, so all due respect to my chat moderator, Keona D. Carter, for bringing that youthful energy, that younger energy that sometimes is a little a little impatient, that sometimes is a little bit more visually inclined. Um, and, and she's got a lot of other stuff on my list of homework <laughs> that I'm still struggling with, but, but I'm, I'm doing the work. Um, I, I'm addressing it. Um, I'm still trying to, you know, bring it up, up to level. So thank you so much for that, uh, Kiona. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't be here. If it weren't for Kiona, I wasn't trying to make it heavy. I wasn't trying to make it heavy, but I just want people to know that this is real. This is not some fly by night come. This there's healing in this house. Y'all are amongst 
a living, breathing, moving God, don't let this moment pass you by. That's the worst thing in the world is to miss an opportunity. Maximize on it. Get it. This is yeah. like what they used to say, what the old people, our elders used to say, wade in the water. You remember how they, how the folk tale was that the angel would come every so many years and they would just rush to the water. You remember the song? Yeah. Get in here and get this healing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll call and, and everyone that hears you. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to be clear. You know, they say, give, give me my roses while I'm yet living. A lot of what I do, everything to do with Africa Live, has everything to do with that queen mother right there. Has everything to do with who Queen Ifama was and, and, and who Tasha is. Tasha shows up every day. Tasha was there during that time. I'm gratefully influenced by those Black women right there. And, and they know it. Now, I don't quote the 12 steps. That's Africa Live's platform. But it's at the root of everything that I say. It's at the root of any time I talk about mental health, any time I talk about addictive behavior, any time I talk about white supremacy and, and, and I getting the white supremacy out of you, I got that from Africa Live. I learned that sitting in that queen mother's podcast, sitting in that queen mother's room. I, there was a time I couldn't call Tasha <laughs> anything other than Tasha Love, okay? She, she's Tasha's, ta, Tasha's touch now. She creates her, her jury. But in my mind, in my heart, in my soul, Tasha is Tasha Love. When, when I first became aware of Tasha's touch, she was on her job in her security uniform with her various cute little wigs on. Queenie Farmer used to do that too. Queenie Farmer would have a wig on and would pull it off in the middle of her video and would have afro, you know. <laughs> and then would say, Oh, wait a minute, my lunch is up and and would throw that wig back on and would go back and would go back to her desk, you know. <laughs> I I was raised, if you will, from a social media context on on these people, on these elders, you know. And this might be the first time that they've heard me say that, that, that they've heard me say, I, I listened to you. I, I, I was there with you. You still influence who and what I am today. And so we can't just say ancestors and that's just something we say. We can't. We, we can't just say I acknowledge those who came before and it's just some trend. We can't. We can't let commercialism and 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 capitalism and retail business just take over our, our culture our practice our healing we just can't and so if we aren't authentic about it we can't expect any anybody else to be if we aren't true about it we can't expect anybody else to be if we can't clean up our own mess we certainly can't judge other folk on their mess okay that's Africa Live right there, y'all. Follow Africa Live, too, by the way. She has a real powerful videos and podcasts. <clears throat> Let me check my phone line. Area code. 
845-277-9143. Please, when you're ready with your question, comment, or request, do press the number one on your telephone keypad. I will be more than happy to unmute your mic and bring you into the conversation. Thank you so much, Voodoo Occultism, Kiona, Touch, uh, Raina Love. I love Raina Love. Raina Love, please accept what I'm about to say. She she like our little social worker in the chat. <laughs> she comes through and sort of gauge, you know, people's wellness, you know, at, at any given moment. And she always knows what to say and, and when to come through. And, and I appreciate my regulars as well as my, my, my new listeners who appreciate revolutionary hoodoo, New Orleans voodoo secrets and recipes. I say all the time, when we think about hoodoo, root work, conjure, ATR, black magic, if you will, you first got to think about healing. You first got to think about healing. Before you talk about prosperity magic and love and relationship magic and sex magic and, and controlling, and, and manipulating and monopolizing, we got to talk about healing. When we look at our ancestors and their adaptation to nature on both sides of the Atlantic, it was first about our own healing. It was first about master not allowing us access to healing. It was first about us being treated like cattle and chattel, pigs and goats and horses and not being given the very thing that many people are are complaining and asking for today, which is healthcare. Slaves still asking for healthcare. Slaves still asking to be humanized. Slaves still asking to be acknowledged. Still, in in twenty twenty one, you know, let, let's hook up uh, Africa Live because we need you on air, blood. <laughs> We need you live on air with us. Kiona, I'm trying to keep up with the chat. It's moving so fast. There's so many people active and participating in the chat now. I think I'm trying to get everybody on the screen. I'm trying to make sure I see everybody. And I don't want anybody to think I'm overlooking. You probably just have to add me as an administrator, and I'll just keep up with the chat. But how? How? How do I do that? Just move the mouse, move the mouse, move the move move your the cursor on your mouse, move it over the comments. There's a three button in the corner to the right, and all it says is put user in the timeout or block user. It don't say administrator. No, no, don't click. Just move it. No, just move. Like, like, just scroll down the screen. No, I'm telling you, it's 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 too many. The chats are coming so quickly, the screen ain't even moving okay. like that. It'll stop okay, for free. Um, I assume that y'all could see that on the screen because sometimes it'll mix y'all's comments up on the screen like a little blur because things are moving so fast. And, and I I don't want y'all to stop. Keep doing that. It's only doing this because of so many people actively participating in the chat. Um, I wish y'all would ask more questions and contextual questions. That would be greatly appreciated. I, I like the greetings and all the other activities, uh, but it just 
kill, and I just need you to be able to see what I'm seeing, it slows everything down. And I still can't figure out how to make you an administrator in StreamYard. That, that's still not clear to me. And if it's somebody on the sound of my voice who understands how to work the thing, let us know. Help a brother and a sister out. Because I can't figure out how to make you um, a moderator. And that would be so helpful for me right now. I'll but find anyhow, out today. Unfortunately, it's not going to help doing this chat, but I'll find out today. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 140. I appreciate you all. Come on with your questions, your comments, your requests. Let's talk about some revolutionary hoodoo. New Orleans hoodoo secrets and recipes. You got me here live on air. I am so appreciative of everybody who's present in the chat. Uh, Beatrice James, love you, beloved. Your Royal Highness, Tasha's Touched, Becomes the Sea. Thank you so much. My chat is still frozen. It's still who to call ism. I'm sorry to hear that. That's what I mean, Kiana. And so I'm not seeing anything oh, else. Yeah, you beyond way behind. That. You way behind. That was during the reading. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a long way back. It's, it's at least 100 comments. You know, so is there go ahead. Okay. So we've talked about uh tantra sex before, but can you have sex magic by yourself? Oh yeah. And in a way in any kind of sexual activity, even by yourself, is a form of magic. Um and particularly because you're using your imagination. How many times have I said there's a thin line between the spirit realm and, the, and your imagination. Think of it this way. This might be a little bit more practical and, and you might get this. A musician, a painter, a sculptor has a, 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 a hunk of clay that's just gray and void and, and without shape and, and without color. And so you close your eyes, the darkness, when you close your eyes in meditation, when you close your eyes and, and to go into sleep, there's a, a relative darkness. And I say relative because it's, it, it, it changes depending on what kind of light you're in. If you're in the sunlight, you know, some people can see through their through they eyelids to some degree, can see through your blood veins. So I say relative. It's relative darkness. But then you go into that spirit realm of imagination, of creativity of seeing and creating first spirit realm and then bringing that out in, in sheet music or bringing that out in your sculpture or bringing that out in your painting or, or bringing that out in your in your spoken word or, or your poetry. So I, I see that as an as a act of magic. I see that as an act of, of, of spiritual ritual and going into the spirit realm and bringing that energy out and then making it visible to us or making it audible to us in some kind of real tangible way. Um, particularly art, music that affects how you feel, that creates anger or creates fear or creates love or creates emotion. So your creative mind is literally your gateway into 
the spirit realm. So even in, 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 in the act of, of sex, you know, they say, you know, Dr. Richard is say, well, it's okay to, you know, or a celebrity or an entertainer, you know, and, and have fantasy in your mind, you know, because it's not real. You know, Dr. Ruth says that kind of stuff, you know. But for, from a spiritual perspective, we're aligned between that and emotional cheating, okay? And now you have a consistent image, for, for instance, or a specific person, for instance. Um, I don't even like the idea of people projecting sort of their sexual energy onto celebrities who who may not appreciate it, who may not be aware of it, who may not like it. And I think it shows up sometimes as anxiety or stage fright or other forms of issues that celebrities have that we often don't see in front of the camera. We learn how to present for the camera. Even right now, my background, how I look, how I'm dressed, I got my teeth in, I'm presented, you know, for the camera. Um, and so a professional is going to present for the camera. But behind the scenes, there's that inner world that's taking place. There's that spirit world that's taking place. There's that emotion. Um, Keona, what about the person who fantasizes violence, for instance? Particularly violence against, yeah, and I don't want to be specific because I don't want to get my my show flag. Um, that's that's ugly magic. That's crazy magic. What about people who imagine doing harm to people? You know, now now let's be clear. All humans imagine doing harm to people. Don't lie. All all humans imagine doing harm to people at least once in your life. At least once, someone has crossed you, harmed you, did something to you, and, and you wished bad for them. You, you wished all the worst for them, you know. Um, now, think about leaders, politicians, entertainers, me. People get in a personal feeling. Pe people formulate their own ideas about race, religion, politics. People have their own prejudices. And then that gets projected outward on to. And, and from a quantum metaphysical perspective, we're talking about dark energy. We're talking about dark energy, Kiana. So when, when you're not clear about the energy, the focus of the energy, or maybe you are clear about the energy, particularly when we're talking about sex magic. And so you're focusing on a particular person, particular target, even if that person is quote unquote unaware, it affects them. I, I can prove it. It's in my journal. I can prove it. It's in my history. I can prove it. It's a part of my story. I can prove it because my soulmate accuses me of it today and has no proof whatsoever. I'm giving you the proof. I, I'm acknowledging it <laughs> right now. And it's a very dangerous thing. It's a very dangerous thing. Um, there are I mean, people that so I'm dangerous. Never tied. You are telling facts. Who are still showing up in my life, literally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and and I hate when we get into male, female. You know, I am non-binary, gender defined. 
and I hate when we tell what's worse for women or, or it's more from, you know, I hate that. But women, you take an energy into your body, you take a DNA into your body. And I know some men take DNA into their body too. You know, personally, I'm not, I'm not here to judge. Just because I don't get down, it don't mean you, you know, but you're taking DNA into your body. You're taking other people's energy into your body. So when you talk about sex magic, okay, so now the physical stuff ain't there. The fluids and stuff ain't there. But now you're talking about spirit. The spirit realm is more real, more tangible, more evident, more efficacious, more available, more powerful than anything we can imagine in physical. Slap me, I'll slap you back. Feel what you love me, and it's an illusion that we think that we can. Okay, but sex magic, you know, magic, particularly if the target again is not volunteer, willing, aware, <laughs> conscious of it. You know, where do we draw the line? And that's a question that I throw out every day in some fashion. Where do we draw the line? Is it all magic boxes? Is it all sex magic? Is it all dark magic? Is it all about controlling and manipulating? Is it all about dominance? Is it all about world power and control? Where do we draw the line? And is there a line, really? If everything spirit is more real, more tangible, more evident, anything we can envision physically. Now, even the magical book says that if you gaze upon a person in lust, you've already violated that person and yourself without ever actually going through through what the act. So for religious folk, what I'm saying is religious implications. All of your books repeat back what the book say. <laughs> And so, yeah, if, if, if you're projecting sex magic even by yourself. Now, there, now there's another form, tantric, kundalini, that's not about projecting your, your, your sexual energy out into the world, but conserving that energy for higher levels of power, higher levels of consciousness, just like fasting, higher levels of awareness. People who are in, in voodoo maraj, Dumbala can can have sex on certain days, even if you marry, because your body temple is is therefore dedicated to the low for sacred reasons, for a sacred season, in sacred time period. So what we think in our imagination is is inseparable. So so when we introduce Sex magic, empowerment magic, um, um, cosmetic magic, um, career magic. I like magic. I like ritual. I like the sound of ceremony. I like the sound of doing work that changes my reality and then expecting an outward reality. But often when we hear sex magic, it's something that's being projected out. That's being projected at a target. It's being projected at another person. And, and not a sense of 
conservative, uh, a, a sense of conservation, I mean, a, a sense of utilizing that power. Because for men, for instance, that is reabsorbed in the body. That protein, sugar, that, that's reabsorbed into the body. And it's remade. You, you don't pull up until you get blue balls and, and birth. <laughs> that's, that's one of those fictional stories that they used to teach preteens and, and adolescents. That, that's the stories boys tell little girls so that they can violate little girls. You're not going to explode. You're not going to blow up. Your body reabsorbs that energy. Your body reabsorbs that vitamin E and that vitamin D and that sugar and that protein is reabsorbed. Um, now, forgive me for not being 100% on point about how the female body works, um, but I'm going to assume it's not a whole lot different than a woman and that which is not needed, which is not necessary, which is not required, is, is passed out typically monthly you know, as a part of your your cycle. Um, the women's body has a way of cleansing itself that is unique to a woman and very different uh, for a man. She, if she doesn't have a baby, because I'm going to tell you right now, I could pick up a car and probably throw it a couple of feet. Because sexual frustration is a real thing, okay? A real thing. Girlfriend, I want to get personal right now, but I, but I know I can't. But, but how does deal? How does? Oh my God! I don't I don't, I, I don't even know how to go at that without without getting into your business. But how did how? And how you then share space with someone who might? No, I'm not also, interested. I'm not interested. You're not, you're not hearing my question. That's exactly okay. the point. That is exactly the point of my question. So you're frustrated, and you you might be hypothetically. Let's say you're sharing a space with somebody else who's also sexually frustrated, but they want you to be the target. How do you navigate that? And how do you know sex magic ain't being projected at you? How do you know your heightened Energy ain't being encouraged mm. by who you're sharing a space mm. with. Just remember, mm. if, if we're together, don't you get your menstrual cycle sync up? Yep. Ain't that true? It sure does. Okay. It but, is but, we don't, we taught, but we're not taught about how girls' bodies act around boys. We're not talk, talk, we don't, mm. we're not taught how girls' bodies act around women. Harmony. Harmonious. Chemically, pheromones. So let's just imagine, for for example, because this this may or may not be a true story. Just just for example, you worked up, he worked up, but y'all share in a space, and and you don't like him, but he might want you. That that's what I see, now, girl. Listen, we keep it real around here. You know we don't play no games. Hey, because I'm going to tell you right now, I feel like, uh, what was it, the Jolly Green Giant when he used to come down off that beanstalk and used to just shake, the, shake the world? I'm like, oh, this feels so strong. <laughs> I know even now, I'll be 54 this year. Even now, I have an acute sense of smell. I can smell pre 
I can smell horny on a 30-year-old man, a 40-year-old woman. You know, we typically don't pay attention to our animal nature. We typically don't pay attention to, you know, now you might catch that burn biscuits in the oven, but how astute are you that your child is smoking weed in the room and you don't know it? How astute are you that your, your, your child or your teenager is having sex in your house and, and you don't know it? Now, remember the movie, what, what was it, Friday? Friday at the next, which which version? The one where where Mama was supposed to have been going to church. The first one, Mama was supposed to have been going to church, but then she came back and she smelled sex in the air. So why wouldn't there be a hormonal exchange? That was boys in the hood. That was boys in the hood. That's right. No, 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 no. That was um. Don't be a menace to society by by drinking your gin and juice. That, okay. that was, I remember on Boys in the Hood, Grandmama came back from church and she smelled it and she ran up the stairs with a knife. I don't remember that. With a knife? That I remember. I remember... She, she, uh, she smelled in the air and it was upstairs. Because I remember Don't Be a Menace um, because they had the picnic and, and the sex party. You know, and, and all that other stuff. And, and and Mama, when she came back from church, had on leather. So maybe it was mocking boys in the hood. Because boys in the hood came first. So so maybe gin and juice, don't be a, a, a wig, don't be a, a society. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, what do you call it? It's a caricature. It's a, a parody movie. Of, of real, real movies. So you're describing a real scene, but now y'all done caught me out there. If I, I probably have seen Boys in the Hood, but I, I can't remember it from beginning to end. So you're going to have to have a movie day soon. But New Bible yeah. Culture wants to talk about uh, Memphis, Memphis, um, Mrs. Hoodoo and all the epic centers. He he likes the New Orleans, but he wants to talk about he wants to put a Memphis on the table too. Okay, say that one more time. Memphis? Uh Neophyte Bocor says he wants to put a Memphis Hoodoo on the table. Memphis Hoodoo on the table. Okay. Um Neophyte Bocor, I never realized to now that you did the Memphis. You, you you just caught me off guard. Um, you may or may not know that during the post Hurricane Katrina, many of us, my temple, my house family, we we were in Memphis for like three years. Um, bruh, Memphis was one of the most boring cities I've ever lived in. wasn't as bad as Jackson, Mississippi. Okay, <laughs> you know there were some stores and some places. Some rosters and a, and a few dreadlocks in Memphis, but that was it. That was it. And if there was anything deeper than that going on in Memphis, y'all got it hidden. Y'all got it well tucked away. Um, my house continued. I, I took in clients at my house when I was in Memphis. I did some initiations uh, while I was in Memphis. Um, I lived in Northeast Memphis. Um, I can't remember the exact neighborhood right now. It, it may come to me before we end the show. Um, 
oh wow, there's a main street that goes through there. Um, I, I can't think of the name right now, not without pulling up a map. But I lived in North Memphis. Um, bruh, it was grueling. It was grueling. And people don't seem to know or be aware how Hoodoo traveled up, up river and, and really created a strong footprint in Memphis. Um, Memphis is known for blues. And, and how do you, you know, recognize the blues and not recognize, you know, the hoodoo that often travels with the blues? There, even on Bill Street, there's a uh, store there. It's like a general store. It may, I don't even know if it's still open. Uh, it might be a tourist trap now. But there's a, a like a general store, and they sold everything there from hardwares, housewares, um, tourist stuff, you know, stickers and magnets and had a huge hoodoo section when we first went to Memphis. In fact, they started selling off a great deal of their inventory while we were still in Memphis, and I started buying it. In fact, some of these powders that I burned during the show came from out of that store on Bill Street. These uh, old school incense powders came out of that store. Um, my high John came out of that store. My low John came out of that store. Uh, so he sold off all the hoodoo stuff that he had. So I don't know if the store is even still open. T-shirts and touristy stuff and candy. They had old school candy in there. Uh, caramel and um, uh, cotton candy. And I mean, all kind of like Mary Jane, just old school candy. Um, but he got rid of the hoodoo section um, 2000 and 2008 is when he eventually sold off all the hoodoo stuff and closed that section of the store. Um, and I even then started um, unfortunate nails in the history of hoodoo in Memphis to still, in my opinion, not greatly well-known, not greatly discussed, not greatly documented, um, if you will. So it'll be a great, a great leap right now for a biographer or a um, archaeologist, uh, a genealogist, a storyteller to, to go through and document um, the hoodoo footprint in Memphis. Um, and indeed, it's there. Um, I actually got family uh, from the Broomfield side of my family uh, that, that lived in Memphis. Uh, we didn't even meet the three years that I was there. We talked on the phone, uh, but I couldn't get them to come to my house <laughs> because of the hoodoo. Because of the hoodoo. Uh, they're Jehovah Witness and 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 sanctified and, and and all that kind of good stuff and um they weren't coming to my house um one of them used the fact that i you know indulge every now and again as a reason why they didn't come over but y'all know that was a bs <laughs> y'all know that was a bs they, it was voodoo really since the 1800s a great divide in my family Particularly on the on the Broomfield side of my family, as it relates to hoodoo, voodoo, 
conjure, root work, religion. That's why so many of you now are so religious uh, and were raised in such religiosity um, as, a, as a sort of rebuke of this, this history, this tradition that I now stand on, that I now have a very being. Can y'all see the screen, Keona? You see how the comments, it's a blur. It's not on our end, it's clear. Oh, okay, because I'm seeing Keisha and Raina Love at the same time on my yeah, end. That's separate on my end. Yeah, that's why when I, meant, when I say things are moving so slow, by the time I, it wakes up again, it'll be 10 more new comments, which I appreciate. You're all staying active. Hey, Kimberly McTowell, Mark Sojua, thank you so much. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Divine self-healing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's talking about Perry. So it's way behind the conversation. So if I'm missing anything, uh, Keona, I, I need you to read it out for me. <laughs> you have a the last comment. Yeah, I can't see him at all yet. See, uh, yeah, it is proliferating itself again. Um, speaking of the Memphis hoodoo, that's my problem. And you already know where I'm getting ready to go. How many people, 50 and over, are part of that reemergence of, of the Memphis hoodoo? How many of those people are actually passing down, repeating what their grandmother said, what their mama or daddy did as it relates to the practice? And what I hear a lot from, from a lot of people is, oh, well, you know, was in my family, but nobody would talk about it. it. It was in my family, but nobody would discuss it. So how do you know it's in your family if nobody talked about it, if nobody discussed it, if there was no outward demonstrations for? Now I like to use my own mother's mother as an example. My mother, like Marie Laveau, was a hairdresser, had more than one property, had her hair salon, her beauty salon in her basement with a living room, a sitting room, a, a dryer room, you know, curling irons, hot, you know, the whole nine yards. She never discussed hoodoo, but my grandmother didn't go to church either. Now, she would send us to church, but my grandmama didn't go to church either. Now, it was long after she died that I found powders and packets um, and whatnot in her stuff. Um, and then after I initiated and got training, got experience, the fact that my grandmother had a gold framed, you know, they would take a mirror back in the 60s and put it in the 50s and put it in a frame, a picture frame, either gold, silver, and then put that on your, your dresser. And then your perfume bottles and whatnot would go on top of that. And then with that, it was a material, a hand mirror, same material and an infuser that you could put perfume in. Now, she had one, and all three of her sisters had one. Now, eventually, the youngest sister died in the 30s. So I, I grew up with just my grandmother and, and Aunt Chris in Alberta. Um, and they would all had white carpet, all had white furniture. But one had blue and white, 
One had yellow and gold. Okay. <laughs> One had copper and, 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 a, and a sort of a nine color palette, you know, of arrangement going on in her house. So it was after they passed that, oh, that's so Oshun. That's so Yimaya. That's so Oya. But that wasn't discussed when they were alive. So I get it. I get it. People say, oh, it's in my family, but nobody talked about it. But if nobody talked about it, nobody passed it down. If nobody talked about it, what are you drawing from? Now, nobody talked about it, but I was privy to the ritual. <laughs> I was privy to the, to the New Year's Eve ritual, to the wedding ritual, to the birthday ritual. I, I was privy to that. I, I saw that in action. And often that was explained to some degree. Well, we do this out of tradition. We do this because it's always done. Uh, we do this because it's passed down. But there aren't very many families where even that level of discussion or has been taking place around voodoo. Uh, even the negative conversations on my father's side of the family um, about voodoo, about Uncle Nephus being hoodoo by the woman in Mississippi who, who, for, who made him go blind uh, and lived out his, his entire uh, adulthood blind because this woman put hoodoo uh, in his hat. So there has to be some discussion. There has to be some footprint. We can't just say, oh, well, it wasn't talked about, it wasn't discussed, but I got it. And now I need to come and, and, and get the reading from me. It don't, it, don't, it don't quite work like that. I know people would like it, but it, it, it don't work like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So many people are uh, key on, on the phone line. If y'all have a question, a comment, or a request, just press the number one. And I will open your mic and bring you into the conversation. Of course, if it's uh, if you're too late and you're not on the phone lines with me, you can uh, type your question, comment, request in all capital letters in the, in the YouTube, wherever you're viewing from. And your comment should show up in the StreamYard stream. For some reason right now, Kiona, almost everybody in the chat is, is from YouTube. I don't see no Periscope people, which I normally do, so I wonder if there's some kind of thing going on. You know, Instagram, unless you have a check mark, it ends after one hour. You just have to restart it after an hour. I know Instagram ain't on. But, um, and I don't have anything open in, like, another tab where I could, like, look at it. But when I look mm -hmm. at the chat, um, all I'm seeing is YouTube. I'm not seeing Facebook. I'm not seeing Periscope. I'm not seeing my Earth Cam page. Everybody is, is watching, kind of viewing from YouTube. Which is fine. That's where everybody can get in there. Yeah. I've got to make you a moderator or give you the password or something. If it will allow okay. two people to be in at the same time, that would be good. Give me your questions, your comments, your requests, particularly those of you who are on the phone line. Uh, if you're in the uh, chat room, um, you can follow the link and join me in the chat room. 
Otherwise, I'm going to move forward. I, I'm not going to bark. Neophyte Boko said, said he wants to get a reading. Um, man, he says, I would like to, I would like a reading, but I'm not stressed out about it. I have my cards out. I know he is not reading himself. Ooh, he tripping, tripping. Neophyte Bokor, you, you send me an email. You, you contact me after the show. Let's 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 figure out what's really going on with you, brah. I I see you. Um are you talking about right now? I need y'all to clarify. See, listen, when y'all jump into the chat and say y'all want a reading, I'm assuming that you are acknowledging Kiona. And her post, whether y'all know it or not, that's how I keep it's by y'all's participation. So um, if you're talking about a private reading, bruh, then that's different. Send me an email. Y'all don't see your he's name. Gonna, he's going to click the link and go to video. He, he wants to go live. He's going to click the link right now. Okay, but if he's sitting in the office in the donation to get a little on the air, that's what we need to do for the spirit tell me to say something, and that's unlisted by you. But if you're asking me to do a reading, then the protocol is an offering, is a donation. And then we've agreed to $45. Or I see a Tasha, but I see a Neophyte core. I see this Garcia another day. I see Miss Jackson, that's on another day. But so if someone's reading now, he needs to be clear. Be clear about it. And y'all know I'm, I'm hungry. Probably on the See you on the I screen, you, bro. I think but, you're um, in the process of doing it right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let me see this work.
Uh, many of them are operating with Oracle cards, mm-hmm. which are not tarot, by the way. Oracle cards are completely modern. And and like me, what we do, he said he don't need it. He's good. You can often see him on Instagram, tarot, a glass of wine. You know, giving these people <laughs> this so much spirit of so that is so most people even can comprehend. Train readers, um, I see chaos in their life. What's in their private life, their personal life, their relationship life, but they can't get it. I'm operating in ministry 24 hours a day. Acting is a distraction. But you can't have ministry without economy. And the whole gypsy culture, the silver, there has to be exchange with you. I just know that. That, that's all I'm saying. I, I just don't know. And who's looking for a job? I I've been in, you know, had real training. Okay, can they get a, a job? Absolutely. Is, is there something out there for them? Absolutely. I just think it's fair. And it's unusual. And people are stepping into the realm of spirit. Yes. Which is what divination is. There's always something that always shows up somewhere in your life, and often uh, as a challenge or a problem. Um, I have a soul as a reader. None wanted to. I wanted to. I can't. I can't. And I don't know me. So is he going to get that reading on the air right now? Did he send the PayPal? No. Oh. And it's going to clarify that when he said, well, I didn't have to When you got to hurry, I, I, was, I was already done with the aspect of a reading. You, once you and then added to it, can you see my own? <laughs> you add yeah. to it when I get my own deck card. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I'm that's why I started off by saying I love you and I respect you. Like, we love. So I'm not about to disrespect or say nothing. Shady to I wouldn't even respond. I wouldn't even respond. No, I, I'd like to get uh, off the air so we can further talk. I would like I would like because you thought it made So I had to
a tourist hold because hold of, well, I travel. I'm, hold, I'm, hold, and I'm hold, always, hold on, hold on. Both cool, but not unreasonable. Both cool, but not unreasonable. One more time. Definitely not on a and often both cores are initiated in more than one, which is what both core. If, if I have left hand and right, so the, the quote unquote yes, you're both of so there's an implied that there's what I mean, even at the big level, you know, right. this verb to be a vocal cord. So you might say that that's one definition is a whole other thing. And so that's why I ask, are you a witch? What's your system? Where are you pulling your power from? It, you know, so I'm not trying to come back. I think that. I think you're the best person to count. It occurred to me that it was more real than you know, or, you know, or some other. <laughs> I, I, I never um, so, I hear you. I appreciate you. Um, okay. Uh, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And when, and when you ready to conversation on air, so that also goes back to.
instead of Christ.
But how many people read IT understanding Buddhism? And, and, and it's still Buddhism. So Carol, unfortunately, created other divination system on And why people don't choose. And that's, I guess, that's the, the research in the history that I that tracked out that were completely 100% right. The customization of tarot and from its reality is negligible. Where did it come from? For, for one, has to, there's at least a half book I've gone through uh, to figure out where this originate from. You can't just jump on the internet to get it. You've got to go to the library. You see, you got to store it. You got to find your books. You got to find the people that have done it before you. Essentially, uh, that's what I'm doing. You sound good. You said you said What happened? Oh, uh, it's just because I'm out in the middle of nowhere and a storm coming in right now. Yeah, it's um. Oh, the storm coming in right now. Let's see. Yes, Kiana. Um, work on my, let's see if I can change. Kiana is acknowledging you're being a transparent. We, we are grateful for that. Um, like I said, I, the best protocol that we kind of to you um, live on air. <laughs> but, but also, uh, <laughs> but also, um, people need to hear these questions. People need to hear why things need to be done a certain way, why things don't go like and, and and not just, you know, get the idea that are And not, but I, I've seen Hero go badly for twenty years. For some reason particularly when no, it it can go south. It it definitely can go south. Please strap him. You don't get left behind. Sometimes you just find in the middle of the loop. Oh, yeah. Someone wants to comment or request. That's one of the reasons. Go ahead, beloved. Mm-hmm. Don't stir up some questions. I don't know what. Avoiding 
the energy that goes into it, the science that goes into what it is with the chemicals. Well, they're putting it in, put it in there because it gives a certain frequencies and volumes, but they're voiding out the vibration of the ceremony. And making it commercial and just trying to make money. How many make money? That's what we need. In loans and that might and in a way the real behind And they're also inviting in
chant some magic words, Kufaru. A dash of cayenne to the rule. Gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Black top hat, black suit too. Same old ride that molds this through. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black shades too. A dash of cayenne to the roof. Gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Black top hat, black suit too, same old ride that Moses threw. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you, can't see my eyes, black sheets too. Going free at the old cemetery, down on Claiborne where she's buried, a dash of cayenne. To the roof, gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Yeah, black top hat, black suit too. Same old ride that Moses threw. I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you. Can't see my eyes, black sheets too. Gonna pray at that old cemetery. Down on Claiborne where she's buried. A dash of cayenne to the room. Gonna put on my grease suit. 